This is Mokir Koryama, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Bunkai! My forefathers fought for this country so that I can breathe without a mask. Exactly. All right, they stole it, this country, but yeah, yeah okay. Even though my, even though my, my fucking family is entirely from China, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they were juicy, my boy, my dude. I don't know. He's a wild man. West Virginia likes. Sounds like it probably <laughs> smells. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Drop a Load. It's like always at Milky Way. And I'm Pouch. And Paco. Paco's back, dude. How long's it been, yeah, Paco? Several months. I don't know, a year? A year? I don't know. It felt like a year. Probably That's what quarantine two. feels like a year. Probably it's not quarantine anymore. Yeah, it's been a really fucking long time, actually. Let me, let me see if I can track when's the last time she was on. It's been a really fucking long time. We were doing the COVID Chronicles for a long time with SPJ uh, since we went into quarantine, and that's obviously been a while. Um, yeah, since March. Yeah. Let me see here. Wow, it's been a really fucking long time since since Paco's been on. Uh huh. Holy shit! It's, uh. Yeah, you guys shunned me for like a year. The last time was October for the Halloween special. Yeah, yeah I thought she got banned, like uh, like Panda did. I mean, what did she do? I don't know. That was too awesome for you, bitches. That... Was it? I don't think that's it. No, I don't think De- so. Definitely not that. Um. Yeah, that was it. That was it. No, you got banned for something, dude. I didn't get banned. I just made it up. <laughs> I, would have... I got I got banned since of, since of now? No, yeah, you're banned now. All right, all right. Peace out, yeah, boys. <laughs> no. Okay, let me put my headphones back on. No, yeah. But I think you were just busy most of last year. That's why yeah. probably you didn't come on. Yeah, out. that is true. I was, I was working... Like five four... jobs? <laughs> no, four jobs. And one of them was an online store, so that was all my spare time. Yeah. And then, and then like... Um... And then, because it kind of all stopped during quarantine. And, oh yeah and, yeah, and then I hit like a very bad depression because it was it was like I had my gears all oiled up, ready to go, and then just halted. And I'm like, what do I do? And then you know, the quarantine depression. A lot of people got that. Yeah, because like it happened all at once, you know, like it had the quarantine hit, and then and then uh, you stopped all of your jobs, and we just kind of only worked with SPJ for a little bit because he had a easier setup to work with and shit. Um, but we we're just like, yeah, we should get some other um, SPs on for a bit. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm assuming this is just going to be pretty much entirely tacos and fajitas because I've been saving some shit too, and I'm almost certain Paco has as well, right? Yeah. But yeah, I have a taco too. Oh, Oh, god damn it. Wow, we have a lot of shit to go through. This is going to be a long-ass episode. Nah, I'm just playing. I don't have taco, but my taco's that I'm working from home again. Oh, shit. They finally closed it down? Nope. Well, yeah. Well, Well, yeah, Today, we were informed that someone who visited the office sometime this week uh, has since then tested positive for corona. Oh, shit. Which means that while they were in suspicion of having it, they decided, I'm going to still go visit people's offices that I don't work at or that I don't need to be at, even though I think I might have it. Yeah, so... Don't tell me that's not some Miami shit to do. Yeah. Miami's Bullshit. fucking irresponsible. Yeah, like, 
I'm staying home to not to to make sure that like people's viejas and like abuelas stay stay alive, and people are just keeping yeah. it like normal, like like they don't like we'll be okay, we'll be all right if we have it. Well, it's about people's grandpas and parents. Maybe you know? maybe it could have also been that they had no idea that they had it, but they got tested anyways, kind of how we get tested every so often. Oh, you're right, you're right. I'm yep, just so, so, I'm basing it off of my aminess. And you're and bitter. <laughs> so it I could, am bitter, because I want to get things back to normal. People just are still making, wearing a mask a political statement when it's not. It's literally like, third world countries are getting over this faster than we are, because they're wearing masks. Yeah, but it's anti-American to force me to wear a mask. You don't get it, Maria. Yeah, you just don't understand me. Yeah, can't give the government all the power. It's my fucking right to breathe. Yeah. Yeah, because breathing in a ventilator is so much easier. It's my Back. fucking right mask. to breathe. You cannot hinder my freedom to breathe. My my forefathers fought for this country so that I can breathe without a mask. Exactly. All right, they stole it, this country, but yeah, yeah okay. Even though my even though my my fucking family is entirely from China, but yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so you want to just just jump right into it because I know we have a bunch of tacos and, and stuff to get through. Alright, let's do it. We, so we jump in straight into Paco's tacos. Yeah. Well, I have tacos. I Paco's usually go tacos. first, man. Yeah, but we need we need the theme song first. Does it? Paco's. It goes before the fajitas. Does it? Paco's, Paco's tacos. Paco's tacos. Fuck yeah! Ooh, that's there a good one. Go. Yeah, that was a buildup of not seeing me for a while. Huh, I don't Paco? think it, I don't think it was that that good. Let's do it one more time. No, Paco's taco. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I interrupted you guys a couple of times, so yes, I'll give you one, one more go. All right. Paco's tacos. Paco's tacos. Fuck yeah! That's Ooh. good. That's good. I like the yeah. Yeah, part. I, I cracked my voice just for you. That was good. That was good. All right. So, I bet that's what he says to all the girls. <laughs> so, um, right before. Uh, Paco gets into her tacos. I usually have my segment of horror-related shit called uh, Pouches Fagitis, which I did not choose a name to because we don't we don't choose a name to our own fucking segments. Apparently, they're given um, to us. Yeah, I mean, like I know Paco Paco's tacos is just like you were so like I know you were very um, you were against it. Yes, you weren't happy with the the name at first, but it just kind of stuck. Even your fucking nickname on the podcast just kind of stuck, even though you didn't like it. I have that as my nickname on like uh, Facebook now. I think. Yeah, because it's only four letters, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's easy to write. I know you get Amazon packages by Paco sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Still, yeah. you haven't changed that. Yeah, I get that for whenever I fill out something on a on a website or anything. I get it to Paco. It's just easier. Okay, well there you go. Um, you ended up embracing it. Who knew? Yeah. Okay, so mine um, I got from Crack dot com. Uh, the article is called "Murder Mysteries That Were Almost Too Insane to Be Real." Um, the first one involves a man named Ed Flanagan who died in his hotel room in Texas. Um, so it was a bit of a mystery. They couldn't really figure out exactly what happened to him. Um, he had a ton of internal, in, uh, a ton of internal injuries, two broken ribs, and a ruptured heart. Um, and but otherwise, they don't know how it happened, other than um, a cut in his ball sack. And these injuries are pretty much no 
caused by like blunt force trauma so a punch right but the only like evidence they have that he was like punched or hit was in the groin area because he had a lot of bruising in that area so they're just like did someone punch him in the balls and he just straight up died from a punch in the balls um so you know obviously it took a little bit but they kind of figured it out and they found that he was shot through the fucking ball sack and, it, and the bullet went straight through his body broke the ribs um, fucked up his organs and, and landed in his heart um so how did it happen uh, apparently there was a couple of security guards um in the other not security guards what were they they were um were they maintenance people uh hold on the electricians they were electricians and they were just kind of hanging out in the other room drinking and one oh, of them no. one of them had a gun on him for some odd reason and he accidentally yeah. shot it it went through the wall and the guy was like for some odd reason lying down on his bed flat so the bullet went straight through his ball sack up into his body and that's how he died that sounds like the fakest way ever to explain how someone got shot in the balls what do you mean? He, maybe this was a fetish, and he was like pistol whipping himself like, like down it, there. It's there's, just there's, so... a, there's a lot of fetishes out there, like where you would you would like hurt yourself in especially especially close to your genitals to get off. Maybe he was pistol whipping himself, and then he shot himself, and then they're like, ah, we can't tell people the truth. It's just such w a such a random like events that led to this happening. Yeah. When like I'm just when... gonna say he pistol whipped his balls. No, but it's like my my first thought was when you said that apparently he got shot in the balls. I was like, I don't know, ex girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was that thinking. Had like some sort of drama or something, and he just came in and fucking just got shot in the balls. Yeah. On purpose. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it's just a random fucking electricians next door getting drunk with guns, and then he happens to go through the wall. Yeah. And then still have enough force to go through his balls because he was laying there with his legs open. Like, everything that has to match for this to happen is so bizarre. Yeah, and that's why the article is called Murder Mysteries That Were Too Insane to Be Real. It's like... That's you just the proved point. the title. Yeah, yeah. you proved the title that it's so fucking ridiculous that it, it couldn't be real, but it is. It sounds so fake. It does, but it's real. That's what happened. I mean, like, again, the investigators came in. They, they found some dry toothpaste on the wall on the other side because that's what the electricians used to try to, to, try to hide it, you know? And um, they, uh, you know, the electricians, they shot it by accident. They didn't think he died because all they heard was a cough on the other side of the room, but that was actually, like, his death rattle and shit like that. So, like, yeah, it's... And, and then the coroner didn't think to, to look for it because he couldn't find a bullet hole. The, it was just a cut in his scrotum and then his uh the the fucking the ball sack kind of like swelled up so it kind of closed the bullet hole a little bit so it's just like everything again like first of all the title is there for you to know that's too crazy to be real but it is and it's just like everything that leads up to it just kind of like understandably almost doesn't make sense <laughs> who found this man um i'm assuming the hotel staff i don't know it's so fucking weird that you would shoot a wall and then just put toothpaste on it and go about your day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just... Because they, they assumed because he coughed right after they shot, the guy was fine. That's why they didn't think anything of it. Yeah, yeah. we'll probably check. Yeah, they, I don't know. <laughs> they were drunk. Maybe they weren't thinking. I don't know, but... 
you you can't this this is real so like you, you you're trying to doubt it i'm like i don't know what you want me to say buddy this is real i'm not doubting it's, it it it's happens just, it's just hard to believe <laughs> uh so my next one is um okay so uh a dude was he used to work at he wor- he worked as a red lobster executive and he was found dead in the new mexico uh desert his mouth was bound with duct tape and it looked like he had been shot once in the back of the head um but you know every so when when the police found them they're like who could have shot him in the middle of the desert this sounds like um this sounds like uh, like a gang related um type of uh, like gang related mafia related type of of murder right but i think they eventually discovered that it's it's a little fucking hard to explain but apparently they discovered what he did was um he planned it so meticulously that he took a small lightweight gun he attached it to a, a bunch of balloons so that perfectly shot him in the back of the head for him to commit suicide so that it didn't look like suicide jesus christ wait how did balloons I'm, pull I'm, the trigger I, 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 I'm guessing like he tied it very like well I guess he tied it to the trigger itself and then like once it lifted up into the air it it, it, it just pulled I, I, I don't understand but that's what happened and it's not like it's not been seen before because apparently like it was actually the plot of a CSI episode and to the T exactly what happened in the CSI episode he kind of <laughs> executed in real life so what he was trying to do was actually collect on his massive life insurance policy because his wife was um, his mad sick. Aww. Yeah. So I don't know if it still paid out. Obviously, probably not because he committed suicide. It was kind of insurance fraud. Um, but the like I said, the, but you know they discovered this is because they did find the gun and they found the balloons not too far away because they got stuck onto a plant. So you just tie it. You just tie the trigger to the balloons and then hope it, like, do you put the gun somewhere? He probably put a string to the balloon and let go of the string once he was standing in the right spot. And then the string that was holding down the balloon, once he let go, obviously let go of the balloon. But he had enough time to turn around and get shot in the back of the head and the, the, the balloon didn't, like, move the gun so it wouldn't aim at his head at all? I don't know, boy, boy. I wonder how it. many tries he, he had to do. Okay, so I I read that incorrectly, and I think I don't know how he pulled the trigger, but it wasn't the balloons weren't meant to pull the trigger. The balloons were just meant to carry the gun away, so so that there was no so they couldn't tell how he died. Um, mm. Yeah, so let me see if I can. I'm reading the original. I'm reading an article like the original article of it right now. So let me see if I can find further information about it. Um, yeah, he just okay, wanted the gu- he wanted the gun to float away, but I just don't know how he pulled the trigger. He pulled the trigger on himself. It was a small oh, gun. Okay, yeah, you're right. He, he pulled probably... the trigger himself, and then once he collapsed, he obviously yeah. let go of the of the gun. Because it was attached to a fucking yeah. Was, there you go. It was attached to a, a, a set of balloons. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, he shot himself in the back of his head, and then he and then he had, he made sure that the gun was attached to balloons, so that once he let go, the balloons would carry the gun away. Mm, okay, that problem, makes more sense than yeah, the balloons pulling the trigger. That's no, my I bad. I didn't totally fucking understand it, but I was like, this is fucking... All I know is that it was kind of insane. Um, so his hands were duct taped and they were behind his head, right? No, no. His hands weren't duct taped. His mouth was duct taped. So his his oh, hands were free. Okay. That's how... He, so that makes sense now that he was able to pull that off if his hands were yeah, free. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, and the only they knew because of a note he sent his his um, his uh, his wife and yeah and so on and so forth. And I, I'm assuming the, his wife didn't get the 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 payout, which is unfortunate because he went through the trouble of obviously killing himself for his wife. So what are you gonna do? And then if she was that ill, she probably died too, no? Yeah, I don't know if she's dead now, but like. It, I don't know. Who knows? The next one, I think, is the most... It's only number three on this list, but I think, it's to me, it's the most fucking insane. Okay. So, um, there was this woman named Didi Blanchard. She spent her entire life um, taking care of her daughter, Gypsy, who apparently suffered from, like... Wow, like like a menu of fucking problems. Uh, chromosomal defects, muscular dystrophy, eye problems, epilepsy, severe asthma, sleep apnea, brain damage, among other things, uh, as well as leukemia. Um, so the her daughter was bound to a wheelchair and needed, in order to eat and breathe, she needed an oxygen tank and a feeding tube. That's how fucked up she was, right? Um... So she moved away from her hometown eventually, and um, unfortunately, one day they found her mother stabbed to death, and her daughter was nowhere to be found. Um, I think I heard about this one. Oh, that sucks. And then, uh, so they went. So apparently, they shared a joint Facebook account, and there was a message on there that said, "The bitch is dead," and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet and innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. Some terrible fucking shit. So that's when that's when they're like, okay, we need to figure out what exactly fucking happened, right? That's when the the, the detectives are like, this is crazy. What happened? Um, so it turns out that uh, Gypsy, her daughter, is perfectly healthy. Um... And that her mother is a victim of severe Munchausen syndrome, which mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is, is if is uh, when you're a mother and you force like your your child to be sick uh, for whatever the reason is. I don't I've never looked I looked never looked into it, but I know it's it's, you know, basically uh, falsely be- falsely making other people believe that your child is sick and then actually kind of willing it to be by giving your child some things to make them sick. Um, so, basically, Gypsy, her entire fucking life was just absolutely fucking miserable because her mom was making her sick, literally. Her mother shaved her head, fed her liquid nutritional supplements, and tranquilized her and forced her to use a wheelchair in public. Forced her to use a wheelchair in public. And every time he she claimed um, various symptoms to the doctors, usually the doctors were pretty fucking happily subscribed, prescribed the medication and performed the surgeries that that she said her daughter needed, and that included. Um, Operating on her eye muscles and straight up removing her saliv- salivary glands. Oh um, so whenever like any of these tests would come back negative, showing that she didn't have one of these conditions, sicknesses, diseases, Didi would just disappear and never go back to the doctor, and that was that. Um, so I guess one day, like Gypsy was just like, I can't take this life anymore. And obviously, she's um, she's be- she's basically being tortured. So she found um, a boyfriend online, uh, whom kind of concoct like conjured a plan to kill her mother. 
that's just there's no other way to put it like she 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 developed a, rom- a romance with this man who she planned to kill her mother with and um uh, and the only reason why they found out was uh, because apparently, like, Gypsy had a friend who she let on that she had a secret boyfriend. So her, her friend, like, kind of let the authorities know. But yeah, event- so what happened was her boyfriend um, came into the house and just stabbed her mother to death with a serrated knife and then just disappeared. I'm pretty sure that there's a Hulu show about this same really? thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called The Act. Really? Yeah. Who the f- who'd they have to pay for the rights to this shit? Like, I don't know if it's necessarily completely, like, based on this story alone, but I've definitely seen the trailer for that Hulu TV show. It's about the same thing, like some teenage daughter whose mom constantly keeps her sick by feeding her shit and keeps making her think that she's sick when she's not. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're correct. That's exactly what it's about. That like the first yeah. season is about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's a season two or anything. So you've heard the story before? Uh, I I heard of that show and I had heard about similar stories like that. Okay. But yeah, I I stumbled upon it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty so, fucking insane. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah. No. That's that's the story. Uh. Look, I, I, I just I just Wikipedia the act real quick, and it yeah. says right here so on April on April fourth, twenty nineteen, Gypsy Blanchard stated that she would be taking legal actions towards the act. So yeah. I guess I guess they took the story completely without based her on permission. her based on her without her permission at all. So uh, she I guess is not happy about it. What happened to the girl? Do you know if Gypsy ended up in prison or? Yeah, she she's in prison. Uh, she took a plea deal for second degree murder and is is currently serving a ten year sentence. Um, and at the time so, of this, so most of her most of her life has been stolen by her mother, and now she has to do ten years. Yeah. Well, she could have helped her. She could have fucking made a plan with her boyfriend to help her escape rather than kill her. Kill mom. her, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, right. Right, yeah, So it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Come in while my mom's sleeping and take me with you. Simple as that. But they decided to do a whole killing the mom thing, and yeah, you you, yeah. you got to go to jail. When you well, yeah, that. exactly. When you when you murder, <laughs> when you conspire to murder somebody, you're gonna go to jail, Maria. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> I guess that's how it was. It, it could have been much simpler. But um, this was as of 2017. So as of 2017, she was in prison. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's gotten out. I doubt it. And at the time, her boyfriend was awaiting trial. I don't know if they've managed to get out. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't know how long he's in prison for. Because um, I'm pretty sure he, he is because he's the one who actually did the murdering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it says here, I think she's still in prison because it says... Uh, after she stated that she would be taking legal actions and said while she was not able to watch it in prison, she stated that blah, 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 blah. So it's like she's still, as of 2019, in prison. I just don't understand why, like, they could actually, why they would be willing to do this without talking to her. This is literally her fucking life. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's weird. That it's, it's Hulu's a big fucking company. You think they would have dot their like? You think they would have dot their t's and crossed their eyes before? Um, yeah, but I'm sure they've taken a lot of liberties to it. But they used her real fucking name. Like it doesn't matter how many oh, liberties they, they, they use. Her, they use her real name yeah. in the show. Yes, they oh, did. I didn't know that. <laughs> 
Yeah, All that's right, why that she's dumb. mad. They use her real fucking name and they use her mom's real name and ever and shit like that. So like it's it is about her. Yeah. So like they were not very smart. I I didn't know they used their their real names. I don't know. I don't know why they thought it was fine. Like at because I'm, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't give a fuck if they just paid her. <laughs> but uh, I guess. But like a lot of the times they do this shit all the time. Like, they, like they just uh, make movies and stuff like that about serial killers and people in prison, and I don't think most of the time they get rights from the person. Really? Yeah. I thought that was like illegal to do a store to do a movie and or production of any sort without talking to the person that you're basing it on. I think as long as you take enough liberties in it, and you know that you say based on a true story or inspired rather than like exactly everything but i don't know here they straight up use their names and everything so i see why she would be mad yeah her boyfriend i guess is this guy named nick something yeah nick Godajan or something like that yeah i wonder if they used his real name as well yeah they did wow fuck all right um so i'm reading an interview that he did in last year um, and he, and apparently, like, they just kind of, like, pinpointed various things that were really shocking about what he said, and then, like, so the first thing he said, apparently, was, I would have done it again. I might have done it differently, but I would have done it again. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> uh, apparently, he's still very much in love with Gypsy. Um, he has an alternate personality? Who, okay, so apparently he has dissociative identity disorder. Mm. Uh, uh geez. According to Godijan, he and Gypsy Rose had sex in Gypsy's bedroom after the crime. Godijan had asked Gypsy to clean up the blood from a wound on his finger while naked, a sexual fantasy of his that resulted in the two having sex just minutes after her mother was brutally murdered. Okay, so at the time of this um, interview, he was trying to uh, appeal for parole, but I don't know how long he's in prison for. I'd imagine a very long time. But Yeah. Yeah, he's so he's he's sick too. He's pretty fucking sick. <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, that is that was my uh, Pachas Fajitas. Um, so let's get into the tacos. Las fajitas. Yeah, they were juicy, my boy. This last one was pretty good. The fucking. You didn't believe any of the other ones. Well, I believe them, but. But. But they weren't as good as the last one. Okay. All right. So my first tacos headline is Spanish porn star charged with manslaughter in connection with toad venom ritual. A Spanish porn star was arrested and charged with manslaughter late last week in connection with a mysterious death following a drug ritual involving toad venom. Nacho Vidal. Wow. Nice name. Nacho Vidal. Vidal. Nacho Vidal. He's actually like the, the top Spanish porn star. Wait. He, you know him? Nacho Vidal, yeah. I've edited videos with him in it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Nacho Vidal, 46, was one of three people arrested in connection. He is old. Is he still working? Yeah, he's been working for like over 20 years. God, okay. He's still like ripped as fuck and in in shape like a motherfucker. God, good for him. (laughs) Was one of three people arrested in connection with the July 2019 death of Jose Luis Abad, a Spanish fashion photographer. Abad died after smoking dehydrated venom from an endangered toad, reportedly as part of a ritual over which Vidal was 
presiding as sh uh, shaman. The venom belonged to the Col Colorado River toad, which is found in the southeast United States of Mexico and Mexico. The toad secretes a toxin to ward off predators that when dehydrated contains the compounds of some shit and derives of DMT, which has powerful psychedelic properties. How did he get the toad to Spain? My dude, I don't know. Has been, uh, the, the thing that in the, that's in the drug has been referred to as God's molecule due to reports of people feeling like they'd meet a higher power while under the effects of the drug. Very limited research success it may have therapeutic uses, but it is also potentially dangerous. It has also potential, potentially dangerous side effects, including extreme nausea and confusion. According to the Spanish newspaper El País, Vital was publicly advocated uh, advocated for the use of the name of the weird name of the drug, posting a video about his experiences with the hallucinogen on his YouTube's YouTube channel for four years uh, four years ago. In the video, he suggests that his encounters with the toad's venom helped him overcome his addiction and reunite with his spirit, helping him connect with what matters, which is earth and mother nature, in quotations. A statement from the Spanish police force, uh, the Guardian Civil, suggests that those attending the July 2019 ceremony were highly suggestible people who, who were especially vulnerable and were seeking alternative ways to cure certain ailments or addictions. He has appeared in more than uh, 1,500 films during his career, though more recently he was largely transitioned to directing. In 2012, he was arrested and charged with tax evasion, the flight of, of capital in connection with any with an alleged money laundering rich ring orchestrated by the Chinese mob. All right. Yeah. Is he still in prison? Because I know he was arrested, but I don't know if he ever got processed. I don't know. This was an old article. It's not that old. It happened in June. Yeah, it's not that old. I was looking at that yeah. too. Oh. So. In a statement to El País, Daniel Salvador Vital's lawyer denied that his client had presided over the ritual that killed the bod, saying the unfortunate death was accidental. We fully believe in his innocence, but as is normal, some facts are being investigated. He told the paper correction, the story has been updated to clarify that the drug and DMT, while chemically similar, are different hallucinogens. Okay. Yeah, so I'm... I'm I'm sure like he's not at fault because he was like a shaman in some sort of ritual, but it's he, still he still has it's still manslaughter because accidental death it's still worth jail time. Um, but since yeah, this, but what if the the person was purposely there knowing that I don't think what so. they were going to take? I think any accidental death is going to be looked into as a crime of some sort, and I don't know if he's arrested yet. Um, I mean, I'm uh, he was arrested, but I don't know if he's sentenced yet because this was only like uh about two months ago, and you know how long it takes for these shits to process. So like, I'm sure they're still investigating the matter. So I I, I don't know if he's in prison yet, but I'm sure they're still investigating, and I'm sure there will be a trial because even manslaughter requires uh investigation I, I mean like normally but this is in spain right so i don't know yeah um so yeah i'm, not I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sure i'm sure that a bad guy knew what he was in for necessarily he didn't know that he was gonna die but i'm sure he knew that he was gonna you know consume something that wasn't normal well yeah i mean it's just like it's kind of the argument the same argument if like you're in a car and you end up dying from an accident that was completely manslaughter. It was accidental. You didn't, but you knew driving how dangerous. Well, you know. no, but it's like, for example, in Peru, there's places where people go there to take um, what is that drug called? Ay ayahuasca. 
Yeah. There's I places think. that people go there just to take ayahuasca, but it's like, what if someone dies? What they take, but that person purposely went there knowing what they're taking. Yeah, people usually go there when they're already dying. As wait, everything but the not road. always. I think not always. I, I think it's the same thing because like you willingly choose to drive a car knowing full well you could easily die driving that car that day. Yeah, but that's not the accident is not the point. But taking the drug is the point why someone goes there. So it's slightly know. different. It's yeah, a, it's slightly different. It's it's, it's either you, way. Um, I, it's more of a choice. Either way, um, I, again, this is like Spanish law, so I don't know how they handle it over there. <laughs> it's, it's still moot because I, I don't know what how they do things over there in that country. Um, so, I mean, like, I'm more fascinated by the fact that Milky fucking edited his stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no. Just knowing from things that I've edited of his, like, he's definitely, like, wild. Oh, really? He's a wild man, for sure. <laughs> wild man. Wild yeah. man. I don't know if I've, I've, I thought I would ever hear Milky say those words. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to say crazy, but he's fucking crazy. Okay. Like, yeah, like the stuff he's, like, he's, he's just out there. So that's for sure. Like, what does he do? What makes you, what makes you say he's wild? It's like. You know, aggressive and fucking will do shit that most other like male performers won't do. Can you give me an example? With, with it, so. I don't know if he's allowed to give you an example. Uh, no, I'm just trying to think because I haven't done anything with him since 2016, really. Oh, okay. Uh, but but yeah, and, but I also know, also know that recently he purposely switched over, maybe in the last couple of years. To uh, to do more tranny porn really? than straight porn because he felt he's he's like he was he was bored with regular porn so he started fucking trannies and like you know there's like this stigma where like in porn where when you do either like you go from straight content to do gay content or to you do like tranny porn it's kind of like like you either one or the other like you could switch but you stay but he's always been like I want to normalize that. And I don't care, and he's always gone back to do back and forth, you know, to do whichever. Like he's never been a guy that like stays by like those standards that the industry has of like not crossing over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I get it, but I don't think that's considered wild. Um, no, that that's not why oh, he's okay. wild. That's okay, not why okay. he's wild. That's just something that's just that something I know you that, he, okay. that he's done that's like out of the ordinary for other people. Fair enough. In the, yeah, no, that's not why. I'm telling you tonight. Just look up Nacho Vidal compilation, and you'll see like him fucking girls with the girl's head in the toilet. Yeah, you see a bunch of weird shit. So okay, just do yourself a favor and then look him up. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. See, so basically, that's my way of saying I don't think this is a taco. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, because I was far more fascinated with the fact that Milky worked with not worked with him, but worked on his stuff. Um, was it like stuff that he directed, or was it stuff that he just performed in for you guys? No, I just performed. Okay. We never, we never really did anything that he, because I think he probably started directing after that. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, what do you think, Milky? Is it a taco? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say no because I also knew this story already since like the day it happened. Well, yeah, I'd imagine that it was like the talk of the office. Not really. I just okay. saw it somewhere on Twitter or something. But then also, like, he was in the news, or at least the Spanish news, 
uh, last year because there was like a lot of people were claiming that he had AIDS or whatever. HIV. Yeah. That's what it says on his Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. So they claimed that he had HIV and all these things, but it wasn't really. It, it was never official. And a bunch of girls, like uh, porn stars in Spain, started testing themselves and all these things because everyone was scared. Yeah, of course. That's pretty scary. <laughs> Yeah, but it was never, like, anything confirmed. I don't know if it was a rumor or what was going on. What it says here is that it was a false positive uh, because he had um, a th- he had something called writer's syndrome. So that's what possibly triggered the, the, the false positive um, reading. So I, I obviously don't know what that, what, 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 what that has to do with it, but, yeah, apparently he doesn't have it. That's what the wikipedia yeah. page says um so yeah okay i guess let's move on to the next one paco okay um the headline reads 15 year old girl missing for a year spotted in 58 videos on adult websites periscope and snapchat by mother wait Fuck me jesus Par- periscope and snapchat are adult websites <laughs> according to this to this article wait, so wait there were wait. 58 videos spotted of her on periscope and snapchat yes Periscope okay. and Snapchat. Okay. Can you do nudity on those websites? You could on Snapchat. I don't think you could on Periscope. Oh, okay. That's what it says. Sunrise, Florida, a 15-year-old girl who went missing a year ago was finally uh, finally able to return home after her mother spotted her in sexually explicit videos on various adult websites and altered the authorities. The authorities then discovered around 58 adult videos that featured her on the well-known adult site the girl was also seen in videos videos posted on sites like Pornhub, Periscope, Model Hub, okay. Snapchat, and other video sharing websites. According to an arrest report obtained by the Sun Sentinel on Thursday, October 24th, in a few of the videos, the unidentified girl was seen with a bald man who was one of the two men with whom she was spotted before she went missing. On February 26th, a clerk at a 7-Eleven in Davie, Broward, recognized her as the girl who was missing and informed the police. The, informed the police. The police at the time had obtained surveillance footage of the, that showed her with the two men at the store. In the video, the girl is seen trying to shield her face so that the clerk could not recognize her. The trio then left the area in the Black Lodge Challenger, the, uh, in the report said. The vehicle was eventually linked to a 30-year-old man named Christopher Johnson, who would later turn out to be the same man who was seen in some of the explicit videos. On Tuesday, October 22, Johnson was seen leaving his apartment with the victim, the pair... Whoa. The pair were pulled over by the police and Johnson was arrested. The girl later told the investigators that many of the explicit videos found by them were shot at the uh, accused house. Uh, the authorities also seized the uh, abortion documents from Johnson's house. Jesus Christ. The victim stated that she got pregnant from the defendant and he took her to the clinic to have an abortion. Detective Adam uh, Grant wrote in Johnson's arrest report. Johnson denied having sex with the girl, although <laughs> the sexual explicit material posted online showed him having sex with her. He was charged with a felony charge of lewd or less... Lascivious. Lascivious battery on a victim between 12 and 16 with a bail set at 75,000 bucks. Okay, so wait, how long ago did did she disappear? She was missing for a year? What is that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Missing for a year. So so he, he kidnapped her uh-huh. And, and raped her multiple times on videos on Periscope and Snapchat and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and also he said it's, it's rape if she's underage. He said they're yeah. Pornhub and a bunch of different like yeah, 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 yeah. 
So well, he so let let's get this out of the way. He's a he's a piece of shit. He's a very bad fucking person. Uh-huh. Um, my only thing is that like her mother was looking for porn. No, that's not what it's, it, it said, right? It said someone else spotted her. I thought you no. said her, her mother did. Cause I, I thought you said it was like a store clerk that saw it on a video. Hold on. No, right here. A 15-year-old girl who went missing a year ago was finally able to return home after her mother spotted her in a sexually explicit video on various adult websites. Yep. Right. Her mom was looking so, for porn. What's wrong with that? I don't know if her mom was looking for porn or if she knew that maybe... <laughs> it could be that she was searching because, like, it, it is true that it, a lot of, you know, younger girls that when, go when missing a go girl, into yeah, sex traffic. Exactly, so I think that's why they were looking. God damn it. Just, you could have just it, let me have that explanation that she was looking for porn, man. And she could, well, the, the daughter was, like, 15, so the mom would probably be, like, you know, she could be my age or a little older than me, so. She was probably, yeah, she was probably, I mean, obviously, the logical explanation was she was desperate and was looking around and was hoping maybe, or, you know, who knows. Uh, or, like you said, maybe the clerk mentioned something and, like, rec- and said, oh, maybe I saw her in a video, or I don't know. Like, there could be plenty of explanations, but the explanation I came up with was, was funny, and I was hoping that we would have stuck and you guys would have just let it go, but no. No, sex trafficking is a lot more serious than, than <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, no, the idea of her look, the idea of her mom while looking for porn is funny. That's why, not yeah, ob- yeah. obviously not what the series. Is. I know, I know. I tried to make you uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I actually, worked. Um, but yeah, no, that that's uh, yeah, that's a taco because he's, he's he, that guy's a piece of fucking shit, and uh, you know, I hope he never comes out. I hope he never gets out of jail. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a- definitely. It's a rotten jail. Uh, is is I'm guessing Milky walked away. Is he there? That's definitely a taco. Uh, I'm here. Oh, okay, because you disappeared for a moment. I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a yeah, it's a taco. I think he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a piece of shit, and you know, like because he's a you know, he's a rapist and he he likes underage girls. I know that most um, people in prison can't stand pe- pedos, so they're hopefully they fucking beat his ass or kill him or something in there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for too. Yeah. Actually, I think, I think I mean like it's mostly child fuckers that they hate, mm-hmm. cause, but like still though, that's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, fifty year old is a child, yeah, so it's pretty fucking close. Um, so yeah, okay. I mean, All there's right. nothing more to this because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's a piece of shit. Uh, my next taco is about Mothman. Now I briefly went into Mothman in the past, but just to recap. Yeah, I don't know uh, who the Mothman is, so you need to recap. Que pasó? All right, all right. All I right. don't know. I don't follow these fucking like myths that you like you do. Okay, the Mothman is a creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area from in West Virginia area from November 12, 1966 to December 15, 1967. But oh, there's still reports to this day, boy. Wait, one like, second. Even... I have a question. Why did you sing West Virginia? Oh, because I want to go, I like a lot of things from West Virginia, like a lot of horror punk and a lot of, uh, I, honestly, I love Mothman, so West Virginia. Um, Wait, what? I like Mothman, and I want to go to the Mothman Festival, they have every year. Mm. So West I like, Virginia sounds like a cesspool. I would only go for the Mothman Festival, but they got some DAC museums there too, and a Mothman Museum. Okay, so. West Virginia, like, sounds like it probably <laughs> smells. Where so in your what? in Milky's United States is is West Virginia a higher or which which state is it in Milky's United States? It's definitely Ohio. Okay, there you go. There you go. That's all I needed to know. 
but yeah, they've they've even had reports of of sightings. Um, um, they had like a good twenty reports of sightings of Mothman, but in Chicago in two thousand seventeen. So that oh, was pretty interesting. Hold on, but you never explained what the fuck the Mothman is. Is it? Yeah, I'm gonna get into it. I'm a gonna humanoid get humanoid moth the size of a man. Yes, it's okay. um, it's it's the size of a large male. Or bigger, so people have stated that it's anywhere between six to nine feet tall, if I'm not mistaken, with a wingspan of like six feet, maybe even larger, with glowing red eyes. So you can never really see distinct details of its face, and it tends to uh, show up uh, before a catastrophe, which I'm gonna get into. Uh, give me a second if I can find it. Um, December 15th, 1967, collapse of the Silver Bridge and deaths of 46 people. The incident gave rise to the legend and connection to Mothman sightings because people claimed that they saw Mothman on top of the bridge uh, days before the the bridge collapsed. So uh, if you want to get more into it, you can read the Mothman prophecies or follow the various different websites they have online. You got homework, Pouch. Got homework. I'm leaving the links on the website. So wait, and there's a statue of it, right? Oh yeah, there's a statue. There, there's a statue in uh, uh, uh crap. I New Haven, West Virginia. No, more specifically, Point Pleasant. It says New Haven on the statue when out of the picture I'm looking at. Okay, New Haven. Never mind. But yeah, no, Point Plate, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Wh- whatever. It's in Ohio. Like, um. <laughs> I just, I just don't under, I just don't understand why they made a statue for this fucking thing. Like because there were so many sightings and and it became a, a tourist attraction, so the city was kind of forced to embrace it. So like it's a possible monster that could kill people, but just like let's no, celebrate it. It never, ki- it never actually kills people. People, there's there is a um, there is a story of a couple that gets chased by it. On car, like they spot it in front of them, then they then they they turn around, they drive away, and then it starts chasing them while flying. But that was the most aggressive it really had. Like there's other sightings and stuff that might say, but I don't know which ones are fake or which ones are real or if any of them are real. But it's never actually attacked people. If anything, it's usually trying to warn people of something that's about to happen. Okay, fair enough. Yup. So the, the recent sighting. It's a short one, but I figured I'd mention it because I like Mothman, and it was as recent as July 27th. I feel like Marie. Apparently, there's a. By the way, before you begin, apparently there's a petition um, that still started in June where they wanted to replace all the Confederate statues with statues of Mothman, and I feel like. Oh Marie my God! Send it. it to me. You'll send it to me. I'm gonna sign him. I'm gonna sign him, bro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The following report... Why, they just replacing monsters with monsters? What's the difference? <laughs> oh! Oh! Okay. The that was deep. Report... That was deep. Yo! <laughs> oh, do we? Yo! Okay. All right, I'm sending it over the chat right now. It has 3,685 signatures. Oh, they're almost there. I don't know if the city's actually good. They're almost at the million. All right, the following report was sent... To the Singular 14 Society in an email on May 4th, 2000, uh, May 4th, 2020. Damn, so the sighting's not even that recent. Okay. That's fucking recent. That was two months ago. Yeah, but this thing was posted on, on July 12th, 27th. Okay. Uh, so, 
Okay, what the person says is, I was scared when I saw it. After a few minutes of reflect reflection on the event, I knew what I saw was real. Northern Ohio, small town surrounded by cornfields, I saw a black bird-like or moth-like shadow swoop through the trees in my yard. It was at least six feet long. Couldn't tell wing the wingspan because it was uh, diving, and the creature swooped up as fast as I saw it. It looked like a man in a wingsuit, but at 11 p.m. on a Monday night, no one was using a wingsuit just now. It was something else. So... Did they attack him? No, it never. Mothman. So, Mothman but what it? What did it prophesize? And what was the catastrophe that came after his sighting? I don't know. the The most solid sightings are the ones that are reflecting on that bridge that collapsed in uh, 1976. So one time, one time. He no, was no, like, no, 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 okay. no. There's a couple. There's a couple other times, but I'm Fine. not gonna. I'm not gonna try to. I'm not trying to squeegee my brain to find it because I can't remember. But there is there's various different sightings, and uh, one of the largest ones uh, recently was 2017 where, like, 20 different people uh, that had no connection with each other uh, saw a similar, a similar being um, in their area. So, yeah. The Lake Michigan sighting obstinately began in the spring of 2017, but more historically accounts are being reported as more people become aware of the phenomenon. They generally take place in the evening or at night, often in near, near a park and around water. Witnesses constantly describe a large gray or, or black bat or bird-like creature, although in small number of cases the creature was described as insect-like, sometimes with glowing or reflective red, yellow, green, or orange eyes. It's more like orange and red, my dudes. And humanoids featured such as arms and legs are often reported. Some witnesses have reported feeling intense fear of an aura of evil emanating from the creature that they encountered. Many of the sightings are also something seen only briefly or described only as a flying creature with few details, which leaves open the possibility that a large bird or bird-like being could explain some. Some people have said that what people have been uh, seeing has been a sandhill crane. And I can understand why, because... Uh, during that time and area that the Mothman sightings began, uh, I believe there was a... They found out that people were illegally um, dumping uh, chemicals to the point where there would be like red pools everywhere, which is like uh, when a chemical comes in contact with cold water, it turns red. So yeah, there's definitely things that are... It could have happened. Maybe it was just a very fat uh, sandhill crane that people have been seeing, but... I like to believe that Mothman is real. Is Many, uh huh. Is he considered a cryptid? Yes. Okay. Yes. Although certain, not all of the encounters. A number of associated high str uh, strangeness incidents have also occurred alongside the creature sightings, include reports of UFO, other anomalous flying creatures, and mysterious humanoids. Psychic and haunting phenomena and bizarre events experienced by others investigating the sites. So, yeah. What's more real? Mothman or Slenderman? Mothman. Nah, bro. They're all, it's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this picture that apparently was taken during September 11th, and apparently you see something flying in the background that could. Oh be yeah, the Mothman. they they say they say people have said <laughs> that it that it might be connected. Yeah. Oh god. For realsies. Okay, so who is your favorite cryptid? Me. Yeah. Uh, it's between the Jersey Devil and Mothman. Oh, okay. And why is it those two? I I don't know. They're just very intriguing to me. Not like so the, Nessie is not involved in that or Nessie's definitely in the top. Um Nessie I believe might be like a prehistoric ghost 
that appears on it. But uh, I read this article that was um, that says that uh, certain whales uh, mate in, in, in threes. And it's two males with one female. And when one of the males isn't fucking, he just sticks his dick out in the water. You could Google it. It's true. It sticks its dick out the water. And it kind of looks like either a tentacle or a head of a plesiosaur. I think that's the name of the dinosaur. I might be butchering it. So yeah, but why would a whale be in a lake? The I don't. Isn't Nessie always spotted at a particular lake? The Loch yep. Ness, yeah. I'm just saying. So why would it, why saying. would a whale be chilling in a lake? He, he completely demolished your theory. <laughs> like, I know he did. He's completely. True. I don't know about I don't know about you guys, but I've never seen a whale in a lake. Yeah. All right. And All right. at well, the same time, like can, nature, nature can have a way to. I just think, think I, I just think Paco likes the idea of a of a whale sticking his dick out of the water. <laughs> like she just was just like, I love that. That's it. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely ignoring the fact <laughs> that, <it's> just... that, <laughs> that whales are not freshwater creatures. <laughs> I didn't done fucked up, man. Yeah, I did done fucked up. Yeah. Okay, what about like Bigfoot and shit like that? Cool. I don't know, maybe they're creatures that, that we end up seeing through, no, like... No, I'm not asking you for an explanation, because it's all bullshit. I'm asking you, what do you... Is it... Do you like Bigfoot, you know? Oh, yeah, I like Bigfoot, but he's kind of, like, the basic one you'd pick. Like, no offense on anyone that are fans, but, like... It is where you start off, so... <laughs> it's a wow, you're, you're basic for liking Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot's just lame. So who's your favorite then since you got an opinion on this? My favorite cryptid? Yeah. SPJ. SPJ. Oh, that's per that yeah, I I agree. He's he's the best cryptid. For sure. My favorite. One hundred percent. The best. There's that many pictures of him, it's hard to spot. Right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the uh, the bridge collapsed a, uh, almost exactly a year after the first sighting of Mothman. So there was a bunch of sightings right above the right before the bridge collapsed, and then that's supposedly where the sightings stopped. But okay, they keep coming in. Well, um, I, I mean, like, yeah, I, it's not a taco, but it's fine. <laughs> it's an inter- it, it, you know, it's interesting to talk about cryptids. I'm assuming you don't like uh, the Mothman pouch. I it's fine. I think I I never knew what it was until this conversation. I've heard of him, but I've never I don't know anything about him. So like I was like okay cool, but like it was it it's a sighting of someone who clearly didn't know what they're looking at or probably high or something like that. So it's just like eh. I don't think it's a taco. Do you think so? Nah, it's a it's a very it's a resource that's very respectable. This man who yeah. said that he saw Mothman, so I believe him, dude. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um. So is this a is this a taco? No. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> he hesitated for so long. He's like, uh, uh, no. <laughs> but the well, pe- the well being in a lake. Oh that's yeah, a taco. that's a taco. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You tell me you found a whale in a lake, that's a taco. And then the whale sticking his dick out of the water, that's another taco. It's a separate taco altogether. Yeah, but but just find a, a normal live whale without sticking his dick out of the water in a lake, taco. How did he get there? <laughs> All right. But I did just send you two very interesting pictures. Of what? 
Oh, well, dicks. Ah, oh, come on, you don't see it. <laughs> Tell me that only like a tentacle. Like, maybe that's where, where the Kraken started and all that shit. The Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken's a fucking giant squid. Yeah, but the tentacle. Like, they saw a tentacle and then they just imagined the rest of it. Like, oh, it has to be part of a squid. That yeah. does not look like a tentacle. What does it look like? It what looks like looks a dick. Like... No, oh it does not. God, it does. does. Look like Smokey, it, look. It, it, pouch, if your dick looks like that, we have, we have a problem. <laughs> it, looks like an, it looks like a lipstick. It looks like a dog's dick, but much larger. Nah, that's Wait, a... Look, it, it, it starts fat and ends very thin. You know who that looks like? That looks like fucking Earthworm Jim or fucking Patrick <laughs> from Spongebob. <laughs> Well, that's a better cryptid, Earthworm Jim in the water. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me get into the next one. Okay, so usually I have a serial killer of the day. Today I got a serial killer couple. Uh, their names is William and Leela Young. All right, and they're involved with the Butterbox Babies. Butterbox Babies. That actually sounds like a kind of tasty candy. Wait, what? That's, that's what they're called? No, that's 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 it, what it's a story of the, the Butterbox babies. Okay, yes. that's the name of the they're, case. Okay, they're, yeah. they're called they're called what they're called. Their names that I just said. Okay. So the ideal maternity home operated in East Chester, Nova Scotia, Canada, from late 1920s through at least the late 1940s. William was a, a chiropractor, and Linda was a midwife. Although she advertised herself as an obstetrician. Well, they were. Yes. Well, they were tr uh, tried for various crimes involving the home, including manslaughter. The entire truth of the horrors perpetrated through there was not widely known until March, much later. The ideal maternity home promised both maternity care for local married couples and discreet birthing and placement for children of unwed mothers. The home was the source of babies for an illegal trade in infants between Canada and the United States. During the period, the laws in the U.S. forbid adoption across religious backgrounds. So if a couple was Jewish and they were trying to look for a Jewish baby to adopt, they would have difficulty. There was an acute shortage of babies available for Jewish couples to adopt. The home was per, would per, provide these discreet people black market adoptions, charging up to ten thousand per baby. Imagine the time back then in March, charging ten thousand babies. Yeah, Many 20s. of the babies in the 1940s ended up in Jewish homes in New Jersey. At the same time, they would charge the mothers five hundred for this, their services. At the uh, at this time, the average wage in the area was eight dollars a fucking week. Many of the mothers could not afford this this sum and were forced to work at the home for up to 18, 18 months to pay their bill. What was discovered later was that the youngs would purposely starve unmarkable babies to death by feeding them only molasses and water. On this diet, the infants would usually last only two weeks. Any deformities, a serious illness, or quote-unquote dark coloration, mixed babies, would often uh, seal their fate. Babies who died were disposed of in, uh, disposed of in small wooden grocery boxes typically used for dairy products, thus the term butterbox babies is used to refer to these unfortunate infants. The butterbox baby bodies were buried on the property adjacent to the nearby cemetery at sea or sometimes buried in the home's furnace, uh, burned in the home's furnace. In some cases, married couples who had come to the home solely for birthing services were told that their baby had died shortly after birth. In truth, these babies were also sold to adopt the parents. The youngs would also separate and or create siblings to meet the desires of customers. It is estimated that between four to six hundred babies died at home, at their at the home. While at least another thousand survived and were adopted, even these lucky survivors often suffered from ailments caused by the unsanitary conditions and lack of care at the home. Survivals of dark episodes in Canada. Um, 
Wait, I'm not gonna read the. So part. wait, what was the total that died? Uh, six hundred and something. And at, and at least a thousand were adopted into the yes. other homes and taken from other people. Yes. So the part that uh, wasn't in this is that when when they would lie about the baby dying, like say the couple's there and they're waiting, they take the baby away and they're like, I'm sorry, it's running, it's getting sick. They'd say, say a lie and then like half an hour later, I'm sorry, I passed away. They didn't only sell their baby, they made them pay for funeral costs. So they'd make them pay 40, 45 bucks for the funeral costs, even though they literally just made money off of the baby. Okay, so let me let me see if I, I, I got what the story is, is that... Uh, so they uh, masqueraded as uh, OBGYN at the time. They were yeah. helping couples deliver babies, but mm -hmm. they what they did was they charged like incredibly extravagant prices uh, and took their babies away from them to either kill them or sell them. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that about covers it all. Yes. Well, there's a lot more detail behind that. That's, yes. Isn't that similar to like that? Wasn't there like on another? Yeah, I was about to mention. killer you brought up of some lady. I I think in Europe she ran like an orphanage or yeah. something. And I thought she, she was, was Japanese. Well, well she it could be know, yeah, but like yeah, yeah, I think she was Japanese. Yeah, it's very similar, but this was a couple, and um, um, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. So, so they, when they stole the baby. If they didn't sell them, they just chose to kill them just for the fun of it. Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't always choose to steal the baby or always choose to kill it. Okay. You get me. What else? What but the ones that were, because they would also like say a mother can't take care of the kid. Yeah. She could pay three hundred dollars to be to to be promised that the kid would be placed in a loving home. Okay. When really she's paying them three hundred dollars to kill the child, but they don't know that. Okay. So not everyone would give up their kid, but yeah, they yeah. they had they started this maternity home because they noticed that there was a lot of women getting pregnant without being married, and at the time that was frowned upon. So they would make ads saying, you know, we'll be discreet. This is a loving environment. Blah blah blah. And then people would show up, and then they would they would haggle them and not really tell them the price until it's too late, and they're like legs open giving birth kind of situation. So. Uh, by then, they have to pay the bill, and if they can't pay them, they make them work there. Sometimes for years until they can pay the bill. Yeah, I got that, but like, but like, I'm, I'm asking like, why did they kill the babies? The ones that were the ones that people paid three hundred dollars to get rid of. Some of them weren't quote unquote sellable. It said like they had they either had yeah yeah they're dark skins right or the deformities or birthmarks or anything they couldn't be sold, so they would just feed him molasses and water for like two weeks until the baby died to just get rid of it. Okay, what about, so they only killed them when they couldn't sell them then? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how were they caught? Uh, they actually made a whole law because uh, a guy from the city ended up getting word of it because there was a lot of reports. Finally, people started reporting that there was a lot of deaths and stuff happening. So someone came into the building, they saw the conditions of the house, and they knew that they couldn't really put him in jail without proof. So they ended up creating a whole law because of these people. So at least there's one good thing to look into it. Um, that they knew they couldn't pass where they had to pass certain sanitary conditions and certain things. And because they couldn't pass that law, uh, because they, they failed uh, to pass the screening, um, they were forced to close down. But they only got charged like $150 for everything. Wow, so they 
kind of they kind of got away after killing yep. what six hundred babies. Yeah, and they made I I think they made like something like three million dollars or something or was it billion? I think like three billion some ridiculous amount and I have no idea where that went because they 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 went bankrupt like a couple years afterwards. But at least the guy died from cancer and somewhere in the sixties and like a year later the lady died from leukemia. So ah. at least there's that to look. Yeah, they suffered at the end. Yeah. Yeah, but like twenty years of living high, you know. Yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's no other way to put it. That fucking sucks. That's awfully depressing. And they're horrible people that didn't really get, like, what they deserved, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, there's there's so many stories you could look... Well, not about so many stories. But there's stories you can look up online about uh, women that experienced the situations. And apparently... Um, uh, the midwife would treat the women that were giving birth like very aggressively and stuff like that and there's a situation where the mom clearly knew they stole her baby like she's like I was just feeding it like a, like like just feeding it how is it that it's now dying you know yeah. so she she obviously she can't get up because she just gave birth but she spent her entire life up until death looking for her daughter that she was positive that they sold to someone because there's a rich she got word that there was a rich family that showed up the same day at, at the home looking for a daughter and she had just given birth to the only daughter in the whole place so well that's that's fucking depressing <laughs> i mean it already was depressing and now you're telling me the story about this heartbroken mother who never had her daughter yeah so god okay yeah well that is a taco Forgot how depressing Paco's tacos. Yeah, I did. I did. Because like it you. wasn't like the tacos. It was always serial killer of the day because we knew that part was you know it happened and people died, and this yeah. is this one's really bad. Like it, not even just the people who are not even just the babies who are murdered, but the long term effects of the women who lost their children. Like, and I'm sure the ones who and also the women who had to sell, basically sell themselves in their servitude because they couldn't pay their bills. That's also fucking horrible too. Yeah, yeah, there's there's stories about uh, babies that found out that they they were from that home. Oh God. Yeah. So there's yeah. like people like okay, I, I looked into it because I have blue eyes and none of my parents have blue eyes, and then they found out that they were from there. Dude, Canada is the worst, bro. <laughs> we say that about every place. Yeah, Canada's like a cesspool. What? That's not. What, what country isn't a cesspool, man? America, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. America's number one, dog. <laughs> I mean, number one Dying. in COVID cases right now. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be number one in everything. <laughs> well, we're killing that. Yeah, that was that was depressing. Um, okay, I mean, this just that that's it. That 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 happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. <laughs> So that's the end of Paco's tacos, I guess, right? <laughs> yes, that's the end of Paco's tacos. <sighs> <laughs> what? Why are you? Why are you guys so? Yeah, I out? just I forgot how depressing the shit was. Like, cause I feel like the last time we did Paco Tacos at the October, um, the Halloween special, it was more to more so to scare us rather than to depress us. So I'm like, this is this is a, it's become an unfamiliar feeling. Yeah. I think that's why I got shunned. Yeah, boys. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't all that all, all rainbows and butterflies. We get too depressed. Yeah, and yeah. now you. Fucking the butter box babies, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Which still sounds delicious. <laughs> you don't think? Depressing. You don't think it sounds good? Butter box babies? No. Yeah. 
Butterbox Babies. Let's say it's like a candy, right? Like Sour Patch Kids. Like, they could call that kids, right? But why can't Butterbox Babies be some sort of candy? Like um, a butterscotch candy? Yeah, shaped like a baby. That'd be pretty good. Jesus Christ, can I patent that? <laughs> I'm sure it's been tried. <laughs> Probably didn't work. I don't think anybody is going to want to associate their candy with, you know, these horrific events in Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's Canada. Most people don't know about the story. They dude. don't. They obviously do not. It's Canada. Canadian people probably don't even know about this. Well, it's a pretty obscure um, fucking story, and they're not like the, you know, they're not like the, the sexy, famous serial killers, like the ones that everybody knows, you know? Oh, sexy? Sexy ones? Yeah. No, sexy as in, like, these are the people who get, the, the sexy ones as in they get people's attention. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Because they're, you know, I'm, just like you said, there's mainstream cryptids, there's mainstream mur murderers as well. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I, uh, back in my Tumblr days, um, when I used to follow these these goth thoughts, and that's a positive connotation for me, not negative. Um, uh, they would they would always post like, "Oh, my baby," blah blah blah, and then post a picture of a serial killer. I'm like, oh, I don't know, their families are gonna feel like that. But which one? Do you remember any specifically? <sighs> is it like one of the the more famous ones, or is it like a more recent one who just happens to be good looking? The recent ones that were good looking. Oh, okay. But yeah. also the famous old ones, but I can't remember which one specifically. I'm I just sure scrolled those, past it. I I'm just sure remember thinking. One uh, of them was like, what's the good looking one again? Was it Ted Bundy? Who was the one that was charming and good looking? Ted Bundy Ted was Bundy, the one definitely. they say was good looking, but. Yeah. You know, you don't look that, good looking. That's why I'm like, I, I, wanted, I wanted to say Ted Bundy, but I was like, I don't, I don't consider They say it. that, yeah. He, yeah, he they, was say, charming they say. They say he was good looking and charming and shit like that. So I'm sure I, that's one of them. And Charles Manson's incredibly famous, even though he never committed any actual murders. Um. That yeah. dude is in so many shirts. I want so a I want designs. a serial killer that looks like like Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm like, sure there are some. That would be nuts, dude. <laughs> the other the other serial killer that was in Canada, he he was uh, fairly good looking too. Remember, he made fake profiles. What was his name? The one that killed kittens. I uh, oh yeah, yeah. But was he a serial killer? They killed like two people. Okay, true. Barely made. Didn't even make the cut. It has yeah, that's from a, it's a. There's a Netflix show called Don't Fuck with Cats. It's about this uh, person who started uploading pic, uh, videos of him killing cats on the internet, and there was like a group on Facebook that started trying to track him down because obviously they didn't want to see you know kittens getting murdered on the internet. So, and then it, like they led this investigation, and the, and the cops never like did anything, no matter how many times this Facebook group kept like trying to you know get the cops to do something. And what's fucked up is the more they would research and the more they would find, the more the killer would, would be antagonized about it. So he'd keep going on and they're like, dude, they go to the cops like, dudes, you got to do something. He's definitely going to murder someone. And then he murders someone. And then, yeah, he murdered. And then he posts a video about murdering yeah, someone. Yeah, he posted videos of him killing, I think, one or two people. Uh, I just it had looked, to be at least two. I looked him up. His name is Luca Magnota? Yeah. Yes, that's him. Okay. So apparently he was a... Was according to this, he was a model. Yep. Yeah, he he used to, he was a model at one point, but I don't think he was ever very successful. And he would post like videos of himself doing like modeling or whatever. But they were just like like they, he would post like fan videos. You know how people make fan videos of like artists that they like. Yeah. But they were all they were all made by him. Like he didn't really have fans that were making them. 
Okay, so apparently he did gay porn. He did. He was a stripper. He was an escort. So he worked off of his look straight up. Yeah, so yeah, that's what he was known for. I mean, like, I mean, now it is especially. Um, okay, I had no idea. So, so he got so he got revved up by the internet, and instead of just killing cats, he started killing people. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this guy's fucking sick. Yeah, and then he he was on the run for a while, and then they found him on um they found him in an internet cafe in Germany looking up to see what the internet was saying about him well, because they were idiot. already they were already searching for him he's a fucking idiot yeah um i mean how, do you know how long he's in prison for life life i yeah, guess yeah there you go 25 years to life back in 2015 okay yeah good Stay, yeah. Get the fuck out of here um apparently not like i'm reading this wikipedia page and apparently he has like um, a ton of mental illnesses, uh, so obviously it doesn't excuse what he did, but it definitely like helps you understand why he did the, some of the things he did. Yeah. Yeah, and in and in don't fuck with cats. Uh, they interview his mom, and even after knowing everything he's, he did, like his mom is still doesn't believe any of it, regardless how much proof they have. Wow. And, st- and still calls him like her baby and her sweet son and all this shit. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, but very uh, entertaining. Yeah. Well. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, you guys always watch these fucking true crime Netflix shows. I had no idea this was a thing, but I'm glad they found this ass. Um, yeah. All right, so we we ended up doing another serial killer, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it is he cons- how, What's the what's the threshold for a serial killer again? Three he, people. So he only killed two, right? I think he they, he killed the one or two. I'm not sure. I know for a fact one, but I don't know if he killed the second one. So he's he's not a serial killer, but he's a murderer. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we we got off tangent and we found another person for you guys to look up if you guys didn't already know about it. Um, who am I talking to? Who am I listening to this fucking podcast? But like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure people have seen that documentary. It's yeah, very exactly. popular. I'm sure. Yeah. I've Netflix. never. I, I mean, I've, I've never heard of it, but like, um, I get it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure your mom's not gonna be looking up serial killers anytime soon. Yeah, she's probably already seen it. I'm yeah. sure they have like Spanish subtitles on it or something on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, so that was uh again. Let's try to end the Paco's Tacos here. That's it. That's they, it, my boy. We don't have a closing song, do we? No. Paco's Tacos. So. Paco's Tacos. Fuck no. <laughs> There you go. I guess I that's the closer. Yeah, that's I guess good. that's the closer. Fuck no. That's how you guys feel after all my my, my tacos. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So anything and everything we talked about, you can find at droplos.com. You can follow us on Twitter at droplospc and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash droplospodcast or by searching droplos productions on Facebook. You follow me on the Instagram at droplos. And please go check out the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash droplosp. That's droplos and the letter P. And also check out the other YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash dumbdown. And uh, that YouTube channel's Instagram at dumbdownyt. And to check out my online store with horse-related items, <laughs> it, yeah, right. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a little something else. It's Etsy.com/shop/ghoulingaround. <laughs>
All right. Um, also, if you could please check out the BS Podcast Network. It's a cool network of podcasts started up by the dudes at Pure BS. You can find it at bspodcastnetwork.com or you can go to the Patreon and donate a few shekels at uh, patreon.com slash bspodcastnetwork. We're, uh, we're on two inner radio stations. The first one's at Mixed Talk. You can find it at themixx.fm. We're played at Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're also on Cornucopia Radio. That's C-O-R-N-U-C-O-P-I-A hyphen radio.co.uk. We're played randomly once throughout the week. So hopefully one day you happen to tune in and listen to us. I would urge you in this time of uh, difficulty to look for something to give you a smile and that is the Don Francisco Promise Historia for the little price of $1.50 you can find that dropping loads on Podbean.com it is SPJ's fourth finest is it fourth or the fourth finest hour of his entire life and it is our only creamy, creamium episode you can find it at, at dropping so until next time we love dropping loads I thought it was the fifth finest hour. I don't fucking I can't <laughs> I can't recall anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, if you uh, what is it? Okay, so it's a, the first one is now. Okay, so let's go through the list, uh, not by ranking, but the the, the few the, the four that are before it now. I know that he elbowed uh, a, a hobo in the face. He saved yeah. he saved that girl from certain peril in Japan. Saved the Japanese baby. Was it Japanese? I thought it was white. Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I like saying Japanese baby. Well, he saved the baby, and yeah. what else did he do? I don't know, bro. So, so we're just giving him accolades that don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Exactly, I don't remember. Wait, was at was was saying asking that girl the one that oh, gave her yeah. a coat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. Japan, that was one he, of them. He's like, he's like, yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I tell you that you're cute? Yeah. He said that to a Japanese girl in in Seven Eleven. So that's three. What's the fourth one? I guess the promise. Yeah, so I was right. The fourth, they must have been four. It could be. Okay. I could have sworn it was fifth. Let's just say it's fifth and make one up. Okay, at some point, yeah. Um, Okay, Paco, do you have any wise words of swag? (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't even, I didn't even know that was a thing. But okay, no, I I don't. You don't? Wow, you came unprepared. (laughs) Wise words of Of swag. Yes. All right, let's do a repeat then. All right, everybody, wear your mask and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I think that's what he said last time. <laughs> <laughs> wear your mask and all that stuff. <laughs> Something like that. All right, well, again, um, well, yeah, dro- we love dropping those. <laughs> Rah. He just sticks his dick out in the water. Oh, It'll, a- look, it, it, it starts fat and ends very thin. Shut up. Shut up. Damn, bitch. Okay. What, not- what country what? is in a cesspool, man? America, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steven here, co-owner of the BS Podcast Network. I really hope that you're enjoying this podcast that you're listening to. It is on the BS Podcast Network. Speaking of the BS Podcast Network, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network and donate something. Donate a dollar, you can get our bonus episodes. Donate three dollars, you can get some stickers. Uh, five, ten, fifteen, we have a whole bunch of really cool things that can go straight to you, straight to your doorstep if you give us a little bit of that sweet cash. And this money 
It's not going in my pocket. It's not going in anybody's pocket. It's going right back to this podcast and other podcasts just like it on this network. Uh, when we reach a certain amount of money, I believe it's $200, we're going to start helping our podcast fund their fees so they don't have to put any money out of their pockets either. So if everybody out there who's listening to this just, just donates $1, maybe a little bit more, that means these shows can keep on going with no threat of putting anyone in the poorhouse, which nobody wants, ever. So please go to patreon.com slash BS Podcast Network and throw down just a few dollars. Thank you and enjoy this show.